Brandon Spivey from the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Um, didn't get to join Aaron today for the the episode where he reviewed Spider-Man Far From Home. But I am going to do some movie news uh, to let everyone know what's in the news today. Um, I'm going to go through the first ten topics I see. I haven't. Ri- I usually have it written down what I'm going to write, what I'm going to talk about, what me and Aaron would talk about, but today I'm just I'm on a screen rant and I'm just going to go through the first ten topics I see that I find are interesting and give it out to you and uh, give my thoughts on it. Uh, first is Mortal Kombat, the video game movie, has casted Sub Zero um, and it's casted with uh, the actor Joe. Taslam, uh, who is from the Raid, or Raid 2, he's from the, one of the Raid films, uh, which is a martial arts film, um, I have not seen it, but I've heard wonderful things about both films, so that is good news as far as I'm concerned, because Zero is, uh, one of the better characters in the, in the video game, especially the original video game. Uh, but he wasn't my favorite, but, uh, Scorpion was my, always my favorite, uh, but I loved how Sub-Zero, you know, he could freeze his opponents and go in for the kill, uh, but I, I will always love Scorpion when he says, get over here, you know, I, uh, I, I look forward to this movie, and I love the casting here, even though I have, I'm not familiar with the actor, I know he's a martial artist, and I know that he was in the raid, series, uh, so that's, that's two thumbs up for me, uh, to play Sub-Zero, you don't have to be a fantastic actor, but you do need to be a good martial artist, uh, I would say on the level of a Bruce, well, you can't be on the level of Bruce Lee, but on, le- on that type of caliber level of a Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Donnie Yen, you know, really good, at martial arts, uh, even if you can't act uh, as well, that's okay because you're not being cast here for your acting. You've been cast here for your martial arts abilities, and I think this is a good casting choice. But I will move on now. Uh, but I do like this, and I'm loving the fact that they're it's making news. They, they, this cast, they're going to be announcing. I can't wait to see who they get to play. Uh, Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, uh, uh, Scorpion, uh, you know, uh, I, I really look forward to this movie, I really do, uh, I enjoyed the first one, the original when it came out, I think in 95, uh, but, you know, uh, I think this is gonna be a rated R film, and I, it's gonna be Mortal Kombat, you know, a real adaptation of Mortal Kombat, and I cannot wait for it. But moving on to our second topic on movie news this week. Uh, one of my favorites here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, John Travolta's comedy, Look Who's Talking, is getting a reboot. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are hating on this. A lot of people are like, well, it wasn't that good of a movie or whatever. Me personally, it's, it's in probably my top five John Travolta films. It really is. Uh, I love... John and, and Kirstie's uh, chemistry in this film, but I, I loved John and the little baby Mikey, and uh, man, it, you know, I don't think you're going to top this movie with a remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it, I don't think you'll top it, but it, I think it'd be very entertaining, um, uh, I, I'm not hating on it, I mean, this is, like I said, it's one of my favorite Travolta films, Travolta's my favorite actor, and I don't, you know, love the idea of them remaking something that, you know, I love, but I think this one could actually work, uh, if they do it right, that is, I mean, they could, uh, they could be a disaster, and it may end up being a disaster, but if they do it right, you know, I think it could be fun, I think it'd be a fun film, do I think it would top the first one? Absolutely not, but do I think it could be an entertaining, fun film? Absolutely, um, I'm kind of getting into the more rebooting stuff, remaking stuff. I know a lot of people say, well, Hollywood's run out, run out of ideas. I don't think that's the case. I, I think they just are... I think it's a point that they're kind of scared to try something new. Because that's why they keep doing older stuff. Because they know it makes money. 
not every time, but generally, generally speaking, it does make money to reboot something that's beloved. And I think Look Who's Talking was beloved. Uh, it, I mean, I remember watching it as a kid, and I, I just loved that film. I think that film is what really got me, uh, you know, that made me see John Travolta as my favorite actor was this movie, uh, Look Who's Talking. Uh, I loved Grease when I was a kid, and I could never get into Saturday Night Fever or Staying Alive. I never saw Staying Alive, but I could not get into Saturday Night Fever, but Look Who's Talking for me was the film that started it all for me with John Travolta, and uh, I'm not going to hate on this idea of rebooting Look Who's Talking because I love this film. I would love to see it continue and, and you know, somewhere else. I think this would maybe be a good um, TV series uh, instead of a reboot of a movie, but um, but you know that may not be good either but as you can probably hear my phone is ringing uh, <laughs> doing it here at the house uh, but anyway I, I really look forward to seeing what they come up with I, 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 I will tell you right off when the trailers hit me and Aaron will probably talk about the trailer uh, I may even go further and do a trailer review if there's something important to me I will do a trailer review to it um, I think I'm going to do a trailer review to Rambo, the, the second trailer. I didn't do the first one. We talked about it, but I didn't really do a review of it. You know, we talked a little bit about it, but we didn't go in details like I did with Terminator. But I look forward to see what they come up with. Uh, I, f I read earlier today they, they could possibly be twins. And I think that's connecting the first and second one. You know, that's... Uh, but, um... I hope it's good. I want it to be good because I love the franchise of Look Who's Talking. I'm one of the rare ones that actually enjoys the first one, enjoys the second one, and enjoys the third one with the dogs. Uh, I mean, I, I love that it's the inner child of me coming out. That's the reason I love it. Uh, but the first one's the best. It's it, it's a classic. I still enjoy the second one, though. And part three is the worst, but, I, you know, it was... It was silly. I, I enjoy most things. Uh, if I don't enjoy something, then it, it, it's probably really bad. I enjoy people. I enjoy films people hate, and or just don't like. I, I'm I'm very open-minded to things. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really trying to be open-minded with these reboots. You know, I didn't really care about the idea of them rebooting um, what women want into what men want. Um, but you know, I haven't seen the movie yet. I, the the trailers didn't sell me on it. I just didn't think it looked all that great. Um, but I knew Beth wanted to see it, and uh, so and we have it. We just haven't watched it yet. But I, you know, I'm not gonna hate on them rebooting anything. Um, even if it's someday they reboot my favorite film Jaws or one of my favorite films Rocky, which in a way they've kind of rebooted Rocky with Creed. Uh, you know. But because I think they knew if they remade that, then they, would, <laughs> you know, you just something you wouldn't do. Not while Stallone is still living. Uh, but um, for Look Who's Talking, I think you know, I'm open to it because I love the franchise. I'm open, but I have one condition that I hope they do, and I hope they get John Travolta. If, it, if they're gonna continue this. Uh, like the original, if it's not going to be twins or anything, it's going to be a little baby boy and his name's going to be Mikey. I would love John Travolta to play the voice of Mikey this time around. Um, but if it is twins, I would love Travolta to play Mikey and uh, uh, Kirstie Alley, you know, to reburn, return as the other voice. Uh, for some reason, right now, the female character, the female baby, is not, it's not hitting me. It is, it's, you know, I don't remember as well as I do the look who's talking with Mikey, and, you know, um, but I, I, I'm okay with this getting rebooted. Um, I know a lot of people aren't, but a lot of people aren't going to be okay with it anyway. A lot of people are going to complain about a lot anyway, so that's just the way the business works and the fans work. They they, they feel entitled, uh, like they own the property, uh, you know, but, you know, as fans, though, they're very passionate. You gotta respect them for that. Uh, but some fans just enjoy hating on stuff, and yeah, that's not what it's about. But I'm gonna move on. 
from Look Who's Talking. Uh, that is a great topic, though. I think that'd be a great topic for me and Aaron to talk about on an episode. I think Look Who's Talking is, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a great topic. Uh, should they reboot it or not? But for me, I'm okay with it because I love the franchise. And I would love to see it for today. Uh, same reason for Chucky. I, I was on board with that. Um, I'm obviously, I'm Don Mancini kind of ruined Chucky for me in the last few efforts he's made. Uh, but, you know, I was okay with it because it was Chucky in today's world. Uh, with, you know, technology and all that. But for Lucas Talking for today's, you know, generation, I, I'd be up for it. Uh, it would be interesting. Uh, to see what they could do with it, I do I think it? Like I said, I don't think it'll top the first, uh, but I think it could possibly top. Look who's talking to, or look, look who's talking now. I don't think it'll be the worst film of this franchise, but I, I don't think it top him. It's gonna top the first one. I mean, look who's talking is just a classic, and I, like I said, it's one of my favorite John Travolta films ever. It's what really got me to like John Travolta, and this this performance in this movie alone was the reason he became my number one actor uh, but I will move on I've spent enough time on John Travolta and look who's talking but yeah I'm gonna move on now um, see what we got here a lot of uh, fan stuff here on this screen rant uh, but uh, let's see oh here's one number three topic Marlon Wayans downplays Terry Crews talk of white chicks too uh, uh, Terry Crews announced, I think it was two days ago, that White Chicks 2 was happening. Uh, Marlon says there's not a deal in place. At least not yet. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a fan of White Chicks. I loved White Chicks. Uh, you know, I would be up for White Chicks 2. Uh, but, you know, I would be up for anything the Wayne Brothers do. I just didn't really like the scary movie films. Uh... I thought they they were above that, you know. I thought they were. I really did. I thought they were above that. I think they're some of the funniest co comedians, uh, you know, and probably in the last fifteen twenty years. They. I'm not saying they're the best, but the, they are in the top class in my opinion. Especially Marlon. I mean, I've always enjoyed Marlon, but I would be up for White Chicks too. I would be up for Terry Crews reprising his role in this movie. I, I I just would. I laughed a lot during that first film, and I, I thought it was really great. Um, you know, uh, I think at the time I, some people were offended by them playing white chicks, <laughs> white girls. Uh, you know, kind of spoofing white girls, but uh, I loved it myself, and I, I'm on board for White Chicks too if it happens. Uh, I think most people that enjoy this movie would be on board for it. I don't, you know, um, but I am. I'm, I'm really on board for this. Uh, I hope it happens. Like I said, I love the Wayne Brothers, and I love Terry Crews in this movie. Uh, Terry Crews in comedy is really good. Uh, you know, if he's given the right part. There's been some things I've seen him in that I didn't like him in, but uh, I, I'm really hoping this happens. I'm a, Like I said, I was a big fan of it when it first came out. Uh, I sing that song sometimes when I probably shouldn't, and it, it's awful to hear me sing that song, but I love that song because of White Chicks. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to do it right now, but, yeah, I'm, I, I hope this happens because I would definitely go see this in theaters. Uh, it... it Man, it makes me want to go watch White Chicks tonight. But I watched another comedy I saw a few years ago. But it's definitely it's not White Chicks. But let's move on to number the fourth topic of today, and it's it's a Netflix movie that is coming out. Uh, Netflix has acquired Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Red Notice, and it has added Ryan Reynolds to the cast. And I've also heard it's added Gal Gadot to the cast. So um. I don't know what this movie's going to be about, but Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, uh, you know, Hobbs, Deadpool, Wonder Woman, one movie? Oh man, that's awesome. I, I look forward to that. Um, I don't even need to know a plot. I just look forward to it. And, 
you, they have me with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. But then you add Gail and this, uh, Gal and this, um, Gail, Gal. You add Wonder Woman in this, and it just, it just blows everything off the roof. I think this will be the number one movie watched on Netflix history. Uh, it's going to shatter any Adam Sandler record that he currently holds for Netflix films. Uh, but man, I'm, I'm surprised this went, went to Netflix um, because, well, one, Rock's one of the biggest actors today uh, as far as draws go. I mean, he doesn't draw on everything, but he draws pretty well for anything he does. I mean, he doesn't downright just flop. I mean, and Ryan Reynolds has since playing Deadpool has been making money as well. He's been he's been a draw. So, uh, you know, I'm surprised this went to Netflix, but when it comes out to Netflix and this movie's made and it comes out, you know, I'll definitely try to watch it in the first you know, I, I, I don't usually watch films when they come out in the first day or two, but I will definitely try to watch this one in its first week. Um I think we me and Beth watched uh murder mystery Adam Sandler's in the first week, which is the first time I've ever done that on a Netflix release. And we're currently watching uh, Stranger Things. we got three episodes left in season three. Uh, but, yeah, I'm very excited for this. Um, like I said, I don't know what it's about. I don't care. I don't need to know anything. I'm sure it's an action movie, but I don't need to know anything. It's got The Rock. It's got Ryan Reynolds. I mean, you t I'm there. I'm sold. Plus, you got Wonder Woman joining the cast. I'm just so sold on this. Uh, I don't... I don't need a plot. I don't need a trailer. Sign me up. I'm there, and I can't wait to see this when it drops. Um, but yeah, that's that's fourth topic. Got six to go. Um, uh, so nothing more on this page that I'm going to talk about. Uh, hope you're enjoying listening to this. Uh, this is not planned. This is just kind of me going through it. Um, Alright, I'll, I'll give this one a shot. I may do a bonus one, because this one I really wouldn't... It's going to be big for people, but, you know, I recently saw the original movie uh, last year, I think. Or maybe it was this year. And I had a blast watching it. It's a cult classic. It's it's the big Lebowski. Uh, but this is the spinoff. It's called Jesus Rolls. And it's about John Turturro's character. Uh, you know, it's going to go the theaters next uh, year um, you know he was funny in that movie I, I I just find it funny we're going back to the big Lebowski Lebowski's you know that universe uh, that world so many years later I'm, uh, I'm shocked and it's not a direct sequel it's, it's a spinoff usually you don't get spinoffs after one film so I'm I'm curious to know what other people think of this. Um, I'll I'll probably watch it. I mean I really like I said I recently watched it. I think earlier this year and I had a ball watching. I laughed a lot. And um, well, now you can hear the dogs barking. Uh, but yeah, this one was a really good. The, the original was a very good movie. It's a cult classic. So I look forward to whatever they do in the movie called Jesus Rolls. I uh, look forward to it. But um I hope it's I hope it's good. I hope it's worthy you know, of this film because it's been it's been a long time. I, I I'm curious to see what Aaron thinks of this film. Um the, them announcing this and John Turturro's character returning. I uh, I hope Jeff Bridges makes a cameo. But anyway, that that's my thoughts on this. I look forward to it. It's not going to be like on my top 10 to see or top 20 to see but if the trailer looks decent I will check it out probably uh, it's it's just an inter interesting topic here and this I'll consider this my bonus topic um, I won't consider this number six I'll consider this the bonus topic uh, but anyway let's go to number six uh, Chris Rock's Saw movie has cast Samuel L. Jackson um, uh, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I'm not gonna hate on this casting. Sam Jackson, loving. Uh, Chris Rock, I enjoy him. 
but them being in Saw, uh, Jigsaw, um, I don't know what they're doing, but it worked for Halloween, so maybe it could work here, but Danny McBride wasn't in the movie, and from what I'm hearing, Chris Rock and Sam Jackson are going to star in this movie, uh, still no word if Tobin Bell's gonna return as Jigsaw, but, uh, I... I was on board at first, and and I don't know. I this one I'm gonna have to see a trailer too. Uh, I'll have to see a trailer uh, to this, and because I just don't know. I, I honestly do not know. I I I don't know how I feel about it, but I, I want to like it. I want you know to see Sam Jackson and. In this torture chamber, you know, going through all these, you know, I, I can't even say it, man. I, I, I'm shocked that Sam Jackson is going to do a Saw movie. But Danny Glover was in the original, so I shouldn't be so that surprised. And, but I hope it turns out good. But like I said, I want to see a trailer to this. And if Tobin Bell doesn't return, um, then I'm going to look at this as a complete remake. An Elseworld kind of Saw movie. I won't look at it as the real Saw. I just I just won't be able to. Uh, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, I, I, I'll definitely go see this movie. Well, I think I will. I didn't see the last one. I've only seen one Saw movie in theaters. And that was the supposed end where Carrie Ells shows up at the end of the movie. And he's now controlling things and I was looking forward to see what they're going to go with that. I haven't seen the last movie um so I'll probably need to see the last movie then see this but um man I just I don't know what to make of this one. Sam Jackson Chris Rock in a Saw movie. I was fine with Chris Rock originally I, I thought he was like going to be a producer or something. Now I'm hearing he's actually going to be the star of the movie. Him and Sam Jackson um but I don't know uh, if Chris Rock's still producing and not, if I'm getting my information wrong, he's not going to be actually acting in the movie. It's going to be Sam Jackson. You know, I'm okay with Sam, uh, but both of them together, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping for the best. I'm not the biggest Saw fan. I like it. I just don't love it. Uh, I don't love the torture. You know, but torture porn genre. I, I, I don't. I just don't. But moving on to number seven, uh, Joker director says movie doesn't take anything from comic books. A lot of people are having an uproar about this. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You don't know where Joker comes from in the comic books. Uh, from everything I've been told and read myself, I, he has no origin story. So they kind of have to make something uh, and this is an Elseworld movie. This is not connected to anything that's happening. So, um, I don't understand why people are hating on this. Joaquin Phoenix is playing the Joker. Todd Phillips is directing the Joker. Martin Scorsese is producing the Joker. Robert freaking De Niro is in the Joker. Robert De Niro, people. Robert De Niro. I don't understand why people are so bent out of shape over this. I mean, you know, I wish I would have been, you know, as involved as I am now with the internet when uh, Heath Ledger was cast. Because people were bashing it. I heard people bashing it. And I remember telling somebody he's going to be the best Joker we have ever had. And sadly, he passed away. You know, before it opened and everything. But he did win an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. I still believe they only gave it to him because he had passed. But he deserved it. Regardless of the reason. And I think Joaquin's going to blow people away. I think Todd Phillips, you know, is going to blow people away as director. I mean, Martin Scorsese's overseeing this. And we all know what Robert De Niro can do. He's freaking Robert De Niro. Uh, so, I, I am so stoked for this movie, uh, it's the Joker, uh, my favorite comic book character of any era, of, you know, of any brand, it's the Joker, you know, a lot of people was like, what? <laughs> but it is the Joker, um, I love this character, I, 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 
I, I didn't see too much of um, the Batman animated series. I remember, I remember when it was on. I remember seeing the Joker on it a couple of times. But I didn't really watch it. But I did read a few comic books of him when I was a kid. I remember reading them at Walmart. You know, I remember those issues I used to have. And I would read them while my mom did some grocery shopping. And, and of course, I remember the Tim Burton film who he himself took liberties and change some things that weren't accurate in comic books and that's what they do people and I'm not hating on you if, if you're disagreeing with this I'm not hating on you but every comic book movie is an adaptation it's not the comic book it's an adapt it's an adapt it's an adaptation it's an adaptation of this character it isn't following the comic book He's creating his own thing, and I'm fine with that because it's an Elseworlds. It's an Elseworlds story. It's not anything to do with the DC extended universe. You know, it has nothing to do with that. So I don't understand why people are so bad out of shape. This is an Elseworlds story. This doesn't. It doesn't reflect anything that's come before. I love this. I'm I'm for this, and I can't wait to see it. I I, I think it's gonna blow people away. I think people are they're bad mouthing it right now. Will be eating their words when it comes out. I say the same thing about Ben Affleck, and I, I still believe it. I think he was the best Batman. People could disagree, and that's fine. You don't have to agree with me. But I think he is the best. But anyway, the Joker, I think, is going to blow people out of the water. I think Joaquin's going to be nominated for Best Actor. I think Todd Phillips is going to be nominated for Best Filmmaker. I, I think this movie will be nominated for Best Picture come Academy Awards. You can quote me on that if you want. And if, I, if I'm wrong about it, you can throw it in my face if you want. And I'm cool with that. I, I'm pro-Joker here. And I, I, I love this character. And I will defend this character. And I, I'm excited for this movie. I'm excited for Top Phillips Direct. I'm excited for it all. Like I said, Robert freaking De Niro is in this movie. Robert De Niro is in a comic book movie. Robert De Niro is in The Joker. I look forward to Joaquin, it's Joker, and whatever character uh, Robin... Robert De Niro's plan. I look forward to that confrontation. I know it's going to happen, and I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see Robert De Niro come face-to-face -face with the Joker. I mean, that is a dream come true. That's like... You know, I think uh, De Niro could have been a perfect Joker back in the early 90s, especially when he's playing Max Cady in Cape Fear. Haven't seen the movie? Check it out. Check out his performance. He's crazy. He, he's insane. I love it, though. I love his performance. I, I, I think Martin Scorsese got nominated for Best Director in that film. I'm not sure, but I think he did. And, and you know, De Niro's just one of the best of all time. He's still, to this day, I believe, he, he can bring out another performance that's going to be phenomenal. And I look forward to this movie. <laughs> you can quote me. I look forward to this movie. I think it's going to be one of the best films of the year. I think it's going to be one of the best directed films of the year. I think Joaquin's going to be nominated for Best Actor. And I'm hoping they give De Niro enough to do where he could possibly be nominated for Best Supporting Actor. I don't know his character, but I'm hoping that's what's happening. But anyway, I'm going to move on to number eight. Okay, number eight is a Fast and Furious uh, topic. Uh, it's Fast and Furious 9, Charlie Steron and Helen Mirren officially returning. Not a shock to me. Uh, uh, I, not, not, not a shock at all. I'll tell you why it's not a shock. The way Charlie's character left the last film. And Helen just barely had a cameo. Uh, but really it's not shocking because Michelle Rodriguez stated that she wanted the women to have more of an impact in the next film. And if, if it wasn't the case, she wasn't coming back. So she's coming back, so I figured, okay, this is going to be a women movement here. This is going to set up the girls' spinoff film. I'm telling you right now, it's setting up the girl spinoff film before it concludes the main series. The main series is ending at the 10th film, so says Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, I don't trust a word he says, but that's what he's saying. Um, he's brought in John Cena. I, I'm telling you right now, I you know, I, I want to say this feud between him and The Rock, you know, is fiction. I want to say this is just leading up to a big universe, you know. No, I, I want to say that. I, I hope that's the case, but I don't think it is. I think him and Rock got into it on Fast, um, the last, fa the Fate of the Fears. I think they really got into it. Uh, I think it happened maybe the, the previous film, too. But, I, you know, the point is, 
I'm hoping it's fiction. I'm hoping Ben had, had, was, did, wasn't jealous or wasn't feeling threatened by The Rock. Because, okay, let's be honest. Fast and Furious, uh, without Dominic Toretto and Brian O'Connor, who was Paul Walker, there is no Fast and Furious. I'm not a fan of Vin Diesel. I was there because of the character Brian, who was played by Paul Walker. I, that's why I was there. Uh, but, you know, um, it's continued without him, of course. I mean, it's really the only money-making movie Vin Diesel, when he's in his flesh, <laughs> full body, that's the only movie, only character that really brings in money for him. Uh, he's Groot in the MCU, but he's a voice. Um, I like Riddick, but that doesn't bring in a lot of money. Uh, the last Triple X brought in less money. So, those films are continuing, and I think he's got that witch movie, Witch Hunter, is supposed to get a sequel, but that bombed. But he made money overseas. He's still a big name overseas, like, in other countries. He's huge still, so... This money, this movie's gonna. This last movie made over a billion dollars. Fast and Furious Eight made a billion dollars. Let that sink in. <laughs> this franchise is not slowing down. It's getting bigger and bigger. Look at Hobbs and Shaw. Look how that looks. Now some people are gonna hate on it. I understand. You gotta hate on it. It's not your thing. I get it. But there's a lot of people that enjoy it. The over-the-top action. And this one looks like it's gonna be fun. And this one looks like it's going to be the best film since Fast Five. Now, Fury 7 was great, but that was only, that was great because how they ended it with Paul Walker's character. That send-off he got, no one has ever got a better send-off, in my opinion, than Paul Walker got. And it was very well-deserved. But, like, this topic is about the girls, so I really think this is all setting up a women's movie. I don't know what they're going to call it. I would say Mia... And uh, Letty would be at the front of it, taking on Charlie Theron, and, and maybe Helen's character, who is uh, Shaw's mother, would be helping them. Um, that's how I see it going down. But I, I, I think you're going to get a spin-off movie after this one. I don't think it'll be Hobbs and Shaw two. That will be next. I think it's going to be this female-driven Fast and Furious movie. It could be. It may be called. Letty and Mia. I don't know. I don't know what's going to go. And that doesn't have the same ring as Hobbs and Shaw. But I definitely think you're getting a female-driven spinoff with these characters. And I, I actually am all for it. I, I, in my opinion, Letty doesn't get the respect she deserves. And people are be like, well, you know, you, you like Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, you, you're a big fan of her. True. I also like Jordana Brewster. Um... She, uh, the first Fast and Furious wasn't the first movie I saw her in. It was The Faculty. I loved her in that. But the character Mia hasn't had any really anything to do since the first Fast and Furious film. Uh, she needs to be brought back and brought back right. And she's coming back in this movie, and I'm hoping they they're going to do her justice, her character justice. Because the and I don't know what they're going to do with Brian, uh, but whatever they do, I hope it's respectful. I don't want another actor to replace him I I, ju I just don't but that is my thoughts on the Fast and Furious 9 but number the number 9 uh, topic and I'll, I'll bring this up this could be another bonus one uh, let's give us two bonus here I'm having fun doing this hope you're having fun listening a far from home Spider-Man director wants Craven to be the main Spider-Man villain. Um, I don't know much about Craven, but I don't want that. <laughs> there was a there was a rumor that it was going to be Venom, and um, I want Spider-Man and Venom, and that's what I want. I want it, but I want it done right this time. And I think if they connect these two universes, which where Sony has Venom, and of course Marvel and Sony are working together for Spider-Man, I think it'd be perfect. For Venom to enter and you know to get his introduction to the MCU and Spider-Man 3. Uh, Craven, I don't know much about him. Uh, I didn't know much about Mysterio. Uh, I liked what they did with that character. Um, has some thoughts about that, and I, I, it's kind of why I want Aaron and I to talk about it a little bit because of that end credit scene. 
but I'm not going to into it. So this was just a bonus topic. Um, this was, I, I, whoever it is, I expect it to be big and better than the first two. I think, actually think, Spider-Man Far From Home is the best Spider-Man film to date. Uh, live action wise, it, I think it is. Uh, it hurts me to say that because I love Tobey Maguire, but, and I love that the first two Spider-Man films he did, and I still enjoy the third one, but they're not. It's not as strong as the first two. But I thought Spider-Man Two was the strongest until Spider-Man Far From Home came out, and I feel this is Tom Holland's. You know, this is his. Um, you know his uh, his Spider-Man film that, that this is the movie you see him in that you like. Okay, this is the one. This is the movie that uh, defines his Spider-Man, and I feel this film defined his Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And that, that's that's just how I felt about it. I, I really enjoyed that movie, and I, I remember when they were doing Mysterio. I didn't know if I really enjoyed it at first because I was like, oh, they went that way with it. Because it kind of reminded me of Spider-Man 3. And the people that have seen that... Well, not Spider-Man 3, but Iron Man 3. People that's... Well, I think they'll understand where I'm, where I'm going with that. I don't want to spoil anything, but I think you'll understand if you've seen it where I'm going with that. And I had my issues with that. But I didn't have my issues with this one because of what they did at the end. Uh, I loved what they did. Uh, because it went against everything Peter was trying to do the whole film. And I'm not going to go into it. I haven't given a review of it, but I, I I may do a review of it. I kind of want to now since I'm on it, but I don't know. I haven't done it yet, but anyway, I'm gonna continue on. Um, what's the number nine? Uh, well, having some issues here finding the number nine. Um, it's a lot of Spider-Man stuff on here. <laughs> I'm not going to get into Little Mermaid uh, stuff. I, I just saw something on that. I'm not going to get into it. People can have their own opinion of Little Mermaid. Pros and cons. But, uh, yeah. Let's see. Now, for the ninth topic, uh, Brightburn sequel is being discussed as James Gunn. I uh, honestly didn't think this was going to get a sequel, even though it ended the way it ended. Uh, it didn't make a lot of money, so I didn't expect a sequel. Uh, but, you know, I I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I look forward to the sequel. If it does happen, uh, I, you know, I thought it was a surprising hit for me. Uh, I, like I said, I really enjoyed it. I hope, uh, I'm interested to see what the Michael Ruger character is going to be. As he shows up at the very end, uh, like as the credits are rolling, and uh, but uh, I look forward to see what they're going to do here with that. Uh, uh, whoever else seen this movie, did you like it? Do you want to see a sequel to this? Um, what do you want more? Uh, you know, um, the thing I would like—you gotta have at least one good, good guy. I mean. You, you really get. You just gotta have one. You can't. They all can't be bad. But uh, you know, I, I look forward to a sequel if it happens. Uh, but in the last topic today, uh, all right, here we go. I'll do. I'll do two more times. I see two. I like here. But here's here's one. Here's a controversial one. Uh, and uh, the mask. If you remember this film, it starred Jim Carrey back in the day. Creator wants to make a female-led reboot. Has a star in mind. Um, uh, I love The Mask. Uh, one of my favorite Jim Carrey films. But, you know, they kind of already tried to do something. Um, not with a female-led I don't think it's gonna matter if it's it's a male or a female at this point. You you're gonna redo this. Uh, people are always gonna look back and say, "Well, Jim Carrey." You know, as I said, look who's talking. Uh, I don't mind it. I don't even mind. I don't even mind a female-led mask reboot. But I feel like it it'll it'll flop, kind of like Ghostbusters did. Uh, because, you know, I mean, 
I'm not saying the mask is big as Ghostbusters or anything like that. But when you think the mask, you think of Jim Carrey. And it was one of his iconic roles he had, uh, you know, besides Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber. It was the mask. Um, you know, that was one of his most popular films in the 90s. Uh, I just can't see uh, majority people, film goers, asking for this or wanting this. I really can't. I'm not going to hate on it. But I can't see how, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, let's make the mask. Let's make it a woman. Uh, uh, it shouldn't even be the thought process. Oh, let's, let's reboot the mask and make it a woman. Okay. Start with the number one thing. Let's reboot the mask. Will audience, moviegoers, casual moviegoers be interested in seeing a reboot of the mask? That is your first topic. It shouldn't be if it should be a man or a woman. Starring in it, it, it you know, it, um, I, I don't even know who you would get. Uh, in my mind, I think Kate, I don't even know her last name. She was in Ghostbusters, she's on SNL. Uh, she is probably the one people like the most in Ghostbusters, uh, but I can't think of her name. I can't think of her last Her first name is Kate, but I cannot think of her last name at this point. Uh, but, I, I don't, I just don't think this will hit people. I think this kind of will go the way Men in Black International went. It just, it just won't jail. It, it just won't. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea uh, to reboot this. I don't care what gender is in the leading role. I just don't think it's a good idea. Would I go see it? Probably. Do I think it's a good idea? Absolutely not. Do I think I'll like it? Probably not. Uh, I may think it's okay. And that's kind of how I felt with it. Men in Black International. Felt it was okay. But I didn't really have a problem with doing a film without Will and Tommy. Um, not when watching it. Not when, you know, started to watch it. I didn't have a problem with it. Watching that movie, I realized, whoa. <laughs> I have a problem now. It just isn't good. It, well, not good, but it's just not... It just didn't feel like that type of film. And I feel like The Mask will be the same way. I feel like Ghostbusters, uh, the female-led reboot version, felt bland to me. It, you know, yeah, it just did. Uh, like, Men in Black International felt bland. Uh, I feel like this would feel bland. And it, I don't care who you get. Uh, no one's going to top Jim Carrey, uh, you know, in this role. They just won't. Just like some people, not even some people, like uh, Will Smith could never top Robin Williams as the genie, and that's just a fact. But he made it his own, uh, which someone could do here. I mean, someone could make the mask character their own, no doubt. But I just don't think it's a good idea. I just don't think it's going to hit well. And you're getting a lot of these female-led reboots, cliffhangers, another. I don't think that's going to work out at all. I think this has a better chance of working than Cliffhanger does, or, you know, the Expendables female-led movie that they were planning to do after Expendables 3 that fell apart. I don't think that was a good idea. I think, you know, I just don't, I don't understand why you gotta reboot films that have a following with female-led characters. Uh, I feel like if you're gonna re, if you want female-led films, create them. Terminator had a great female lead in uh, Sarah Connor. Alien is Ripley. Uh, you know, these films, you know, have great female leads. Uh, you know, from the comic books, you got great female-led characters. Uh, create something new for uh, a, fe a female-led film. Um, like, even the Mad Max, last Mad Max film, had a great female-led character in Charlie's Theron. Uh, she did great in that movie. Uh... You know, movie was called Mad Max Fury Road, but he he felt somewhat like a supporting character in that movie. But you know, uh, I just don't think this is a good idea. But that's my opinion. I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, and I may be wrong. This may be a huge hit when it comes out if it gets made. Uh, it may be, and uh, I'll eat my words if it is. Uh, I'm not here to say I'm right. I'm wrong. I'm here to give my opinions, and that's what I'm going to do. Whether I'm right or wrong, whether you agree or don't agree, I'm going to give it. 
And because uh, that's how I feel. Uh, look, I, I, The Mask to me is a beloved movie. It's, it's maybe even more so than Look Who's Talking. And I just don't understand why. Uh, first of all, I don't understand why you feel like you. It has to be a female now. I. I just don't understand that. I, I don't understand. You know, I don't understand why they're doing this. If you want a female leading, create something new. Create something fresh. You know, and that, that's my issues with when people get upset about reboots. Uh, I I get upset with that when you you gender swap. It worked. You know, I I, I just don't I don't I don't I don't care for the gender swapping reboots. I I just don't, and I, I, it almost cheapens it in my viewpoint. But and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on that, and that's that's cool. It's fine, but that's how I feel about it. I personally don't want to see a reboot of The Mask. Um, I think Look Who's Talking would be fun, as I said earlier. But I don't think The Mask... Some of The Mask was awful. It was just awful. Um, I don't know why that film was made. Uh, it was so many years after. It was it was a reboot of its own, of The Mask. It didn't work out. Now, I just don't think it's going to work out. I, I don't... I think it's... You know? I don't. Uh... You know, I've never read the Mask um, comic book. It's from Dark Horse Comics. Never read it. I don't know how accurate Jim Carrey's version was to the comics. I would say not very accurate at all, but it could have been accurate. Uh, let's say it wasn't. Let's say it wasn't. I don't think it was. Uh, reboot it accurately, if you think that's what people... I don't think people are asking for a Mask reboot. I think people were asking for a mask sequel back in the day, but I, I I wanted a sequel back in the day of Jim Carrey, and you know I would love for Jim to come back as well and play Stanley Ipkiss again. I I I would love that. You know you you're hearing of you know the reboots of this of the mask, and I've heard of Ace Ventura was going to be remade. Stop at me. At some point you gotta say stop with the reboots, the remakes. Um, some are okay. But not everything's okay. I mean, you just got upset diehard fans. And diehard fans are very passionate. They are not always right, but they are very passionate about what they love. And um, and I, I'm, I'm, I don't like to be negative about anything, uh, so I'm more so negative about this than positive. But I will give it a chance. I will watch a trailer. You know, I'll... I won't be biased to it. To it, I will give it a, a honest review, but you know, I just don't think this is a good call for Hollywood to reboot the mask. Maybe a sequel. Even the sequel, though. Today, I just don't. Jim Carrey's not the star he once was, and I love Jim. Jim's my favorite comedian of all time. I, I love Jim Carrey. I will watch Jim Carrey in anything. But this, I just don't feel the mask reboot, female or male, is a good idea. I just don't. But this brings me to my last topic, as I mentioned it earlier. Um, Sylvester Stallone is back to planning the Expendables 4. Uh, here's what it says. Um, Hollywood legend Sylvester Stallone announces he's in development on a fourth entry in his popular action-adventure saga, The Expendables. Uh... For the few people that do know me and know how I feel about Sylvester Stallone, period, and uh, I love one of my favorite actors. He's my favorite action star. Um, I know some Aaron disagrees with me on that. He he, it's Arnold for him, it's Stallone for me. I I just I just feel Stallone's the better, you know, actor. He his 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 characters have more depth than than Schwarzenegger's. I love them both. They definitely top two, but I just me and him disagree on who's who's number one. And you know, it, you can make a case for both, really. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Spinnables three was the worst in that series. Uh, I love the first film still to this day. Love it. I, I the second the sequels, and they brought in Van Damme. Uh, I I wish they would have had a bigger fight scene at the end. But that's my best. I think that's everyone's favorite Spinnables film, uh, is two. Uh, three just dropped the ball. 
And I had a feeling it was going to, because it was all seemed to be more about the younger cast than why you're there to begin with. Uh, so, Expendables 4. Uh, one, it needs to be rated R. Uh, two, you need to focus on, you know, the the legendary action stars that you promoted in the first couple of films instead of bringing in a new blood. Uh, I just don't think the new blood works out. Um, not saying I wouldn't like to see some of those other actors or characters appear in the fourth film. I'd be okay with it, but I, I don't want them to take over of uh, Wesley Snipes, Jason Statham, um, Dolph Lundgren, you know, Jet Li, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis slash Harrison Ford, you know, type guys. I, I you know, Terry Crews may be out, so this is a, in my opinion, this is a perfect opportunity to bring in a guy like Carl Weathers to replace him. Or a guy like Kurt Russell to replace him. But what I want the most from this film, if it happens, I don't know who's the villain going to be, but please, slop. Get Arnold back. Don't make him have a supporting role this time. You and Arnold teaming up. You and, I, I, This is what I really want. Stallone's guys, Arnold's guys, teaming up. Because they have to. Because a guy like The Rock... And his crew is coming for you. That's all you need. You, you don't need a really depth story here for Spinnables 4. Have The Rock play a villain and coming for him. You know? And old school style. You know? Terminator style. Rambo style. Have The Rock play a, a character like John Rambo slash the Terminator in this. Uh, you know? I, or, or, hey, if you're going uh, you got to have a big name. Uh, as the villain, if it's not, if we can't get Rock, if you can't get the Rock, uh, let's see who's who's kind of taking over today. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. Let's see, Gus maybe Vin Diesel. I mean, I, I'm not a personal fan of his, but him playing a villain could be good. Playing like a Rambo slash Riddick character, you know, I don't know. I just know if you're gonna do this, the villain has to be the biggest villain yet. And in my opinion the biggest villain and the best villain has been Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, he was a great villain. He was he was really good for this franchise. I hate that they killed him off, but you know, they could do a double impact thing where he had a twin. Um, I don't know. I, that was talked about in the last one. It didn't happen, but I really think you The Rock wanted to do this film uh, where he would play the bad guy he said he didn't want to team up with them. He wanted to come for them. Take them out one by one. And that's what I hope you get here. I, even if it's not The Rock, I hope that is the story. That some former ally, enemy, is coming for these guys. Taking them out one by one. And if you're, if you're not going to get Terry Crews back, you take his character out. Uh, you, you cast a stunt double guy that, that's similar size, bald head, that looks something like Terry and you kill him without showing his face. You kill his character off in the opening scene in a gruesome way. And I think, I hope it's The Rock, but if it's not, you know, it's not. But I would love for Dwayne Johnson to do this. I, I love for Ryan Reynolds to get in on this. I would love John Travolta, Nick Cage to be part of this. I would love Michael Dudikoff from the American Ninja franchise to be like a, uh, obviously he wouldn't be a main villain, but like a henchman. You know, like Scott Atkins was in the second one, or like Stone Cold Steve Austin was in the first one. You, For those films, you have really good henchmen. Austin was great as a henchman. Scott Atkins was really good as a henchman. The third film is... I love Mel Gibson in that movie. He was the best part of the movie for me. And I love the fight between Mel and Stallone. I mean, you had Mel Gibson and Sylvester Stallone in a movie. Lethal Weapon versus Rambo. I mean, I love that. But, you know, this is... a uh, I'm going way overboard on this movie news. But I'm excited about it. Uh, this is great. I, I, I will be there for Expendables 4. Because I love Stallone. And I love those group of guys. And, and I wish they would have done this in the 90's. But they didn't. They did it in 2010. And they're older now. But I'll still go see them. Because I'm a fan for life.
whether you're 20, you're 30 years old, or you're in your 60s and 70s, I'm there with you, man. I'm there with you, Sly. Uh, no matter what you do. But you ain't gonna top Rambo. Uh, but I, I, I really like this franchise, and I, I think the fourth should end it. I think you gotta kill Barney Ross uh, in this one. Um, I, I just do. I think he, it doesn't have to end the franchise, but it has to end his story arc. Barney, really, I feel like he has to retire or die. Uh, I'm, I'm leaning towards death in a surprising twist. Maybe the villain gets away. And uh, Barney dies. And Jason Statham's character takes over the, the Expendables. And that will be his mission in the fifth film. This franchise could continue without Slaw. But, you know, it's... Man, I, I just... I hope Bruce Willis returns as Church. I do. But I, I would love for Church and, you know, Bruce Willis and Harrison Ford to return. I would love to see Chuck Norris back. Oh, I would love to see Chuck Norris back. But... You know, it's probably not gonna happen. I'd love to see Van Damme as a twin back. Uh, maybe as a good guy this time. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I'd love to see uh, uh, Carl Weathers or Kurt Russell replace Terry Crews in the group. Uh, I'd love to see Mickey Rourke return. He hasn't been in it since the first one. Um, but anyway, that that's been the movie news for me. Um, this is Brent Spivey. I've had fun doing this. Um, this has been great uh, to do. Uh, this is. You know, it's just been really fun to do, to talk about what's in the movie news from today or past few days. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'm all there for Spinnables. Uh, check out Aaron's uh, episode today. I was uh, able to make it. I'm on vacation this week. But check out his review of Spider-Man uh, with uh, a special guest, um, Quentin Hollis, I believe is his name. Uh, I think they... They're also doing uh, the, the next episode on Thursday. Uh, so check all that out and more because more is coming. Uh, I may do a review of Spider-Man myself. Uh, but anyway, this is me, Brandon Spivey from the Markout Movie Podcast. And I just gave you a whole load of movie news. I hope you enjoyed it because I enjoyed giving it to you. And I know that's out of context and it sounds very wrong. But I enjoyed I enjoyed sitting here talking with you about movie news and what's coming. I really did, and I, I love it, man. I, I love this. This is this is just fantastic. Um, I love film, as you probably can tell by listening to the uh, these episodes and uh, solo stuff we do, but I, I can't wait for next week's episode. We are planning, if all turns out okay, we're going to go see... Me and Beth will see uh, Crawl this weekend if it happens. And me and Aaron will do a versus mode of Crawl and Lake Placid. But if it doesn't happen, it may be Lake Placid uh, versus Anaconda. Uh, and we will review Stranger Things Season 3. And I, I look forward to reviewing that. Man, I have loved every episode so far in Stranger Things. I know people, some, you got your minority people hating on it. But personally, for me, I love it. It's not just a nostalgia act. The show is actually really good, uh, in my opinion. The characters are really good. And uh, But this has been me. This has been Brent Spivey here, man. Uh, I've been really enjoyed doing this. And I can't wait for what's coming. I mean, this, this Market Movie Podcast, I feel like it's just growing and growing. And we're getting a bigger audience. And I, I, I love it. But uh, we're gonna, I'm, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to have special guests. Uh... Aaron's going on vacation, so i got to come up with a special guest for my two episodes. I think I got them, but if not, I'm going to ask some more people. I, I'm going to try to get a special guest with me for both episodes. Um, I hope I can pull it off, but if I can't, I'll be coming to you solo, and I will do some re something. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, but, look, if you're on Facebook, you're on the Mark Out Movie Podcast page, <laughs> tell me what you like. Tell me what you want to hear. Uh, me and Aaron will make it happen. And... That, that that's it. I mean, that, that's all I can say. It's all I can do. I can I I can't make it happen unless you you give me some info. Tell me what you want to hear, and and we'll make it happen. Uh, some more video game reviews are going to be coming up soon. Um, I've yet to play Heavy Rain, but I'm going to start on that soon. Uh, I look forward to playing the David Cage trilogy, as I call it. Uh, Heavy Rain, uh, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human. I can't wait to get those reviews out. Then I'll start on Uncharted 3. 
get back to that universe of Nathan Drake, Sully, Chloe, Elena, all those great characters. But anyway, this has been Brandon Spivey from the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Marking out with you as I only can. I love it. I love you. I love the fans that uh, that enjoy listening to us. Because uh, without you, we wouldn't be doing this. We wouldn't have a chance to do this. Uh, so we appreciate you greatly. Um, and thank you. That's all I can say. I can say thank you. Uh, I mean that. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening. Taking your time out of your day to listen to us. The mark out to movie news. The, movie, the movies, TV shows. Uh upcoming stuff that's happening whether it's a movie tv show video game uh whatever you know thank you for listening to us and making this possible for us to bring this to you uh so I, we're very appreciative to it that's all i can say about it thank you and uh stay tuned for more this is brandon spivey again for like the third or fourth time saying i'm from the mark out movie podcast from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening. Thank you.